greetings and welcome to the broadcast. I'm here today with my brother in Christ, Tom. And Tom Culverly is, uh, he is a powerhouse, I'm telling you. Uh I just spent a few minutes talking with him backstage and I am so impressed with what God is doing through him in his ministry, but also in his business. And we were talking about the importance of getting the message out to Christ about Christ. And, you know, the, the gospel doesn't change, but the avenue of getting it to people certainly does. And Tom is doing that. So, Tom, welcome to the broadcast. Maggie, thanks for having me. I really, really appreciate it. Really do. Well, I'm excited about what you've been doing over the last several years. And uh, just so the viewers that do not know who you are can give uh, just a moment of how a youth pastor has gone motivational speaker and how it's impacting the kingdom. So give us just a little synopsis there. Yeah, absolutely. I was a youth pastor for about 12 years or so. And then um, I was a senior pastor when I first launched this ministry for a total of about five years. And I just realized this, the church as a whole, I'm a huge church supporter. The church as a whole in America anyways, is the church has not been the hospital like it should be for the sick, like the word of God tells us. Right. And so people that are the down and outer people who feel like there's no hope. Those are the people as a whole across the nation. It doesn't seem like they're breaking down the doors anytime soon to get in the church. And so I went to some pastor friends of mine and I said, hey, what is it you think I can do? I feel like God is just calling me to go out and reach people. And they uh, came back to me and he said, Tom, um, you're a great communicator of the word of God. And he and then his other thing is he goes, number two, he goes, you got this his exact words, stupid talent doing magic tricks. And he goes, have you ever thought about tying the two together for a ministry? And I said, man, I think that is the corniest idea I have ever heard. And he said, man, I think you should start with your connection of pastor friends around the country. Um, At the time, I was a part of a big non-denominational church. Um, And he said, start with your connections around the country and watch what happens. Well, this is the Pat God on the back. I take zero credit for this. Um, In that first year, I was in 38 states speaking and performing, and it hasn't stopped since. Um, So we're about 15, 16 years into this. um, And it just keeps going. It's been unbelievable what God is doing through this. It is such a powerful thing because, you know, when you think about uh, the illusion of the world and mm-hmm. the world system and how it, it just counterfeits everything that God does. And so the thing that, you know, it's always that gift that God gives us that he'll take and use to further things. But in addition to being an illusionist, you're also a comedian. You're a funny guy. I checked out some <laughs> of your stuff. <laughs> I try. I try. I try. As much as I can, you know, I, I, I honestly think my wife's the funnier one, you know, she's got all the talents, you know, she, she's <laughs> all the tour management. She hand, you know, she's a singer, like she's done the voice in American Idol, like she's got a gorgeous voice. She's recorded with Tommy Prophet, who has recorded for NF and Toby Mac and a whole bunch of other amazing people. Um, so, yeah, I try to be funny, but I think she's funnier. Well, we're going to get her on the show sometime so we can yeah. talk about her gifts and talents and how she's using it to make Jesus shine through her. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. So uh, the thing that caught my attention with you, Tom, is your passion uh, against anti-suicide, you know, anti-bullying and suicide awareness and all of these things. I mean, it really is a huge issue that we're dealing with. And because you go into the schools and you go into the churches and you go into the corporate setting and listen, 
the heaviness of depression and things like that and, and the bullying going on, it doesn't stop at the doors of those places. No, no, not at all. Yeah. So yeah. why? Are, what is something, and I'm sure that, you know, I don't know um, what got you on this tangent. I know, obviously, it's the injustice of what people are going through. But tell us how you got involved in that. Yeah, I actually, as I said, that um, pastor then encouraged me to do that. I was out on the road. I was just doing outreach events. I wasn't, schools were never part of the picture. Um, and all of a sudden, I had this guy that came to me um, that I've known for a while. I've done other type of events with him. Um, and he said, Tom, have you ever thought about going into the schools? And I said, I don't want to go into schools because I can't share Jesus. Like, I don't want to go into the schools. And he said, no, man, I really think this, it wasn't a formula that was original with him either. And he said, man, we can go into the schools with a bullying or suicide prevention assembly. Um, you won't share your faith at all, but we're going to connect with some area churches and some even venues um, back at night. Sometimes even back at the high school in the evening, we'll rent out, you know, a church or someone will rent out the building. So that and you have the freedom to be able to share stuff in the evening. And he said, let's do that. Well, he said, commit to me two weeks, put together a, a school assembly. And so I put this awful thing together. I look back on it now, right? It was awful, my very first one. And so at least I felt it was awful. But people were just coming out to these outreach events in the evening time. They were just packing it up because also, you know, I do a comedy magic show. And so in the school assembly, I do one or two magic tricks. It's just enough to whet their appetite, have a good time. And then it's amazing how many middle school and high school students, we do some elementaries, but my main focus is middle school and high school students. It's amazing how many will invite their families back in the evening. People that would never step foot in church and they're coming out and it gives me a chance to put on an entire hour show. I just put on a show laughing, having a good time. At the end of the show, I said, look, everything you just saw is an illusion. Right. It's a lot of fun to watch. It's sleight of hand. It's misdirection. It's a lot of wasted years of practice. Um, but everything that you saw is an illusion. Let me share that something that's real. Let me share how Jesus Christ has changed my life. And nobody ever walks away feeling like, man, he tricked me into coming to a magic show. Now he's preaching at me. I don't get preachy. I just share how Jesus has changed my life. And my hope is I'll be more blown away by who Jesus is than a crazy magic trick they saw on stage. Amen. Amen. I love that. I love that because it's it's something that they will listen to. And let's face it. And like you said, I'm not a church hater either. I believe in the local church yeah, and the body of Christ yeah. and the assembly. And I believe at this season and time uh, that we need to forsake not the assembly. But there are people that, like you said, will never, ever, ever. I do an event called Godfidence for moms and daughters. Love and it. I had it going on. The first couple of ones I did was in a church. But when I moved it to a public forum in, in a local community center, people will come. Yeah, and right. it's the stigma. It is the stigma that they have seen over the years of, you know, just church hurt or various reasons. Oh, look, Carla's on here. Carla is the one who told me about you. She told me about you and she was like, I love Carla. Yes, yes, Carla. Well, the so over on the YouTube and, and listen, y'all need to follow her. She's an amazing woman of God who loves the Lord. And she does these things called the Red Letter Awards. And, you'll see uh, up there together this fall again. Yes. And she, you're going to be there, right? You're, 
Yes. So you guys don't want to miss it because you really don't want to miss it. It's over in California. Go to the website to get more information. But what I want to do now is I want to show you all just a little snippet of some of the things that God is using uh, through Tom to reach these people. So we're going to take a look at a clip here. I think it's so powerful. Let's roll that clip here. Let me just make the screen up. Can you all see it? We sure can. I can. Let's see here. All right. I just want to get it over here. Give me all. Y'all be patient with me now. I'm going to talk about some illusions and lies that young people are believing about life. How many of you remember something that someone said to you when you were in grade school and you never forgot to this day? Anybody can love somebody who's lovable. A lot of young ladies believe the illusion and the lie that somehow because you don't feel like you would be on the cover of a magazine, you don't feel beautiful enough, you don't feel pretty enough, you don't feel good enough. You are beautiful. You are perfect the way that you are. Don't let anybody define beauty for you. Anybody can throw a punch. Anybody can throw a mean word out there. That's the easy thing to do. The hard thing to do, unfortunately, is the right thing to do. And that's to stand up and make a difference in someone else's life. You can make a difference every single day. It's right around you. But what's never okay is to treat people outside of your circle different than you treat people in your circle. Does that make sense? Today I'm going to be a real man. I'm going to be a real woman. I'm going to make a difference. There will be ups and downs. There's going to be some trials and hard times in your life. But I'm telling you, you'll make it through it. That is truth. That is reality. There are some of you that just feel like giving up. I'm telling you, you hang in there. You're going to make it through it. You see, I would love to hear from your teachers, your principals, um, your administration, that there's something so different that as you walk down the hallways, what is happening in this school? There's people that are apologizing to one another, making things right with one another. Man, when you see someone sitting alone, there's something being done about it. That's a real man, real woman, willing to respect yourself, respect others. If that's you, I want you to stand to your feet. Do I have your word? That's what you're going to be, a real man and a real woman. Never gets old. Wow. Wow and wow. Okay, y'all, listen. I am just so incredibly blown away with how, oh, hold on. I do that every time. It'll go to the next video. There we go. <laughs> I'm so blown away how you're exposing the lies of the enemy that goes in and grips the heart of these young people and older people as well. Yeah. Into adulthood. And I've seen it time and time. My, you know, my degree is in counseling. I'm a biblical counselor and, and I've seen, I'm coach now because the counseling I'm, I'm just, yeah, I'm a, I'm a hybrid. I'm a hybrid. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> but with that being
being said, so many people are hurting and they don't want to talk about it. And going into the schools and exposing the lies of the enemy is shaking some things up. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure that you have multiple testimonies of students that have gotten a breakthrough just from understanding that this is not their identity. Can you share maybe one or two of those? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Look, as you see in that video, you know, physically destroying things, right? Destroying those words and the, the lies. We know in the word of God, the Bible says that the enemy is the father of all lies. He's the biggest liar that ever existed. And so he's trying to destroy our young people more than ever before. Um, and so I just want to destroy those lies. And I want to not just destroy them, but then we need to replace them with truth and reality. You know, our parents reach out all the time and say, my kid is being bullied and these are the things that are being said. And I can't re- reiterate enough to just combat those lies with truth. Every lie that they tell, whatever that specific lie is, find that specific truth that matches that and remind Amen. them of it. Because we all know we can remind ourselves of the lies about ourselves But when we remember how Jesus sees us, it changes everything. Um, I went into a school and there was this senior in high school. She came up to me and she said, sobbing. And she said, Tom, the only reason I came to school today is because I wanted to secretly say goodbye to my friends. My friends have no idea that I wrote a suicide note last night and I'm going to take my life right after school today. That was my plan. She said, Tom, I had no idea there would be a school assembly today on hope and purpose and everything that you talked about in regards to suicide prevention and awareness. And she said, I'm coming back tonight to the event and I'm going to bring my mom. Well, that evening she came with her mom to this outreach event and her mom, mm, her mom had this suicide note in her hand. And I'm telling you, Maggie, I will never forget the rest of my life to watch that mom hold that in her hand. She put her arms around me sobbing. And all I kept hearing was, thank you, thank you, thank you. Just her, you know, trying to get those words out of her mouth. And she's like, if you weren't in the school today, my daughter would not be here today. Well, her her and her mom surrendered their life to Jesus Christ that night. And it's just amazing, right? Another girl um, came up to me after a school assembly. She said, Tom, um, today's my first day back in school. I said, why? She said, I've been out of school for a couple months. She said, I didn't know my first day back at school would be a school assembly talking about the very things that I've been dealing with for the last bunch of months. She said, I was in a coma for over 30 days because I tried to kill myself because I believed every single one of those lies and illusions you were saying. And, but because of you being here and the help of other people in my life, like I'm moving forward. I got a purpose and I know that God's got a purpose for my life. And so they're just a couple of the things that God is doing. I mean, Maggie, I've spent a lot of time crying um, in the last uh, month and just the last month alone. This is personally what I've been contacted about. I've heard of an eight year old, a nine year old, 11 year old, two 12 year olds, a 14, 15 and 16 year old 
that have given up on this gift called life. And a lot of those, I think just about every single one of those, except for one, was all because of bullying-related suicides. Kids that just believe that illusion, that lie, my life will never get better, this will never end. You know, it's not like when we were kids. I'm only 49 years old, but when I was a kid, right, I could go home and escape the bully for the night. I didn't have to deal with the bully till the next day. Um, when we got back to school, you know, maybe I get bullied from my brothers at home, but <laughs> I didn't get bullied until the next day by my bullies at school. And so you can escape it, but these kids can't escape it. They're bombarded by it, you know, and I respect parents that are like, Hey, you're not getting a cell phone. That's awesome. But guess what's yeah. still happening when your kid yeah. gets to school the next day, um, their friends are saying, look what, you know, look what everybody said about you last night. And so they're bombarded by this more than ever before. And so that's why I'm on the mission to, do I ever think we can truly stop bullying in this world? No. Unfortunately, we got a lot of adults that haven't figured out. <laughs> they missed that school assembly when they were kids, you know, on how to respect others. But I do believe that we can make kindness the norm because kindness is contagious. And it's amazing when I go into these schools and I speak how many teachers principals, students, even though I never said the name of Jesus, I didn't hint around about my faith. I didn't say anything. I'm just really speaking the fruits of the spirit out loud without it looking and smelling like, you know, um, it came from church, you know, and it's amazing how many people come up and say, can I ask you a question? Are you a believer? Like, do you know Jesus? Because there's something they see so different about the school assembly. And it's nothing that Tom Coverley is doing. Because if they saw Tom Coverley, they'd see a failure, a mess up, someone that sins, right? But the fact that they see Jesus and they recognize truth, I pat God on the back, all glory to him, that our set, uh, school assemblies become very highly re requested across the nation, especially for middle school and high school students. Sure. All glory to God. Amen. You know, gosh, you know, and it's so important because that middle school age and I do a lot of stuff with middle schoolers and I have a small group that I meet with on Saturday nights at the local church. And uh, then, of course, we have events and so forth with moms and daughters. But I see such a lack of identity yeah. and uh, because the world is trying to tell them who they are and uh, label them. And you're 100% on point, 100% with the social media because it does not stop. I mean, we can put parameters, we can have yeah. software, we can set, you know, set boundaries for the phones, but it is still the norm. The first thing they're going to get on the bus or when they get to school is that same thing. And I see this happening repeatedly. And they're also, we are dealing with such an astronomical amount of increase in suicide among young kids. Yeah. And you mentioned kids as young as eight and so forth. And I I'm, I'm dealing with kids that are that young dealing with pornography yeah. and then all that shame and guilt and they're dealing yeah. with shame and guilt and they're looking for escapism. And then you mix that with the bullying and the pressure of life and the enemy is going after the kids, but greater is he that's in us than he that's in the yeah. world. Making people like you and raising you up and putting you in a position. And I love the fact that you can go in and basically you're preaching the gospel without mentioning what it is because these are biblical principles where biblical principles will always trump the world even if you're not a believer i mean you know the law of sowing and reaping yeah. takes place regardless i remember a time where um i was asked to speak at a, a nami event and it was natural alliance of mental illness right and so for the families of those struggling people with mental illness and they pulled me aside right before i went up to speak and they said to me <laughs> they said we know who you are 
and we know that you are like a Jesus freak. And I'm like, yeah. oh, that's me. I'm a Jesus freak. And they're like, well, you know that you can't do that, you know? And I'm like, here. And I was like, it's okay because I don't have to quote scripture. I, they will know. They will know. And I got up there and I would make a point. And there was a guy in the back going, you know, Romans 8, 28. He's like, he's right. <laughs> Everything I'm saying, he's quoting scripture. He was so like he knew. But that's the, that's what we have got to do because the world is turned off to the idea because they've seen so much hypocrisy. They've seen so much church hurt. They've seen so much, you know, just garbage. Um, and I won't get on the topic of it, but I read a blog of yours um, about, you know, you wish Christians would just shut up sometimes. I had a smile. I had a smile. And I was like, oh, I agree 100%. Yeah, yeah. What you are doing is impactful. And so if y'all are watching this, you are a pastor, a leader, a nonprofit, a school, uh, even corporate events. I mean, he does it everything. If you go onto the website, uh, you can see that he does a lot of stuff. But this this is a heartbeat for him. This mm -hmm. call of action to save the next generation is really impactful. And you might be thinking, well, you know, I don't. I, I've been wanting so, to grow my youth group or I've been wanting to reach more kids. This is a way you can do it because yeah. if you can connect him with a local school in your community, then they will help you by doing a night event, which will pack out the house. People will hear the message of the gospel. Kids in school will come out from that event to your church. And so that's super impactful. So is your website the best way for them to get a hold of you? Absolutely. If they go to One Goal Productions, all spelled out, that will be the best way. That'll have several links to go in every different direction. So um, that's kind of very generic website. And then what it'll do is take you to a link to my corporate world. It'll take you to the faith-based world, the school. Um, it'll take you all those different directions. So the stuff that my wife does, you know, speaking of women's events and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, they can check all that out. I love that. I love that. And your wife is, is I just, I, I love seeing y'all. I know you're doing the TikTok thing and I'm not big on TikTok, but I do catch some stuff here and there. And I love to see how you guys are incorporating together, doing yeah. the work of the Lord, using her gifts with her, with her singing. And, and she just precious, man. She just want to grab her cheeks and go. Oh, uh, she is. <laughs> and then yet you're using your uh, comedy and your gifts of, uh, you know, magician and all that all together to bring people closer to Christ. So I love it. Seriously. Yeah, We could go on for hours about this because I have a feeling you have the same heart as I do when it comes to seeking and saving the loss and stopping the enemy from taking out this generation. Well, you know, so if you all are watching this and if you are like going, that's truth, then you need to go and follow Tom, everything that he's doing, get him in your local churches, get him in your schools, because he can go in there and speak the truth with love that is yeah. going to stir up some emotions in the kids and they get the message of hope. That's what we're talking about here is we're talking about hope. It doesn't have to be that way. And yeah. if you're an adult watching this, I am positive that at some point in your life, you you probably related to that little video. And if you're just logging on or you're watching this on the replay, uh, go back and make sure you watch the trailer for the anti-bullying because he is in that destroying the exterior. But God is wanting to work on the interior. He's wanting yeah. to remove yeah. all those lies and replace them with his truth. So, man, Tom, this is good stuff. So if you could leave the audience with the key. Well, before I ask you the key, yeah. I want to know, I want you to just take a moment and minister because I can just see the anointing on your life when it comes mm -hmm. to this, that are people that are hurting. And I want you to look in the camera and take a moment and encourage someone who is dealing with those lies right now. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, there are people, whether they're adults or kids, I, I got a question to ask first, and it's this. Okay. How many of you, you might have people all over the map from teenagers to grandma, grandpa that are watching this. And I want to ask you this question. How many of you remember a time, even back in grade school, when you were this high and someone hurt you with words and you never forgot it to this day? Me too. Right. And that's a lot of adults. Every time I ask that question, and truth is, words hurt for a really, really long time. There are people that no matter what age you are, that you stand in front of the mirror, maybe this morning getting ready, brushing your teeth, doing your hair, and you just thought you felt disappointment. And the reason you felt disappointment is because our society has told us that, you know, what's on the cover of a magazine is perfection, you know, and anything else below that somehow doesn't measure up. And I want to remind you of truth. All right. I want to remind you of truth, no matter who you are that's watching this, young or old, that you are perfect the way that you are. My God made zero mistakes when he made you. And some of you need to be reminded of that truth today, that he made zero mistakes. You are perfect. You are beautiful. You are good enough. You are worthy, not because we're anything super special, but you're worthy because he makes you worthy. And I'm telling you, some of you feel useless. You feel beat up by the enemy because of maybe even things that we have done to disappoint God. And maybe you feel so distant and separated from God. And I want to tell you that God, only our great God can take brokenness and turn it into something beautiful. He wants to take your mess and turn it into a message. He wants right. to use your story in such a way that It'll, it'll blow you away. Don't ever feel like I'm not good enough for God. I'm not good enough. Tom, you don't understand what I've done. He understands. He knows it. He saw it. He heard it. And I'm telling you, he loves you. He forgives you. And listen, people have maybe kicked you down beat you down, but that is never the heart of Jesus. Jesus every time would pick you up and he would carry you and he loves you and forgives you and he wants to use your story. And that that's what I want you to walk away with. Never underestimate that God can't use you. I never would have thought in a million years, Maggie, that I would be using a comedy magic show as a way of sharing my story of how Jesus Christ transformed my life. And some of you are like, Tom, he can never use my life. He wants to use you. He wants to use you. You know, just like with me, it was God asking Moses, even Moses, what's in your hand? And then what was in his hand was a staff. And God asked a question, what's in your hand? Not because he didn't know the answer. God already knew the answer. He wanted Moses to realize something, his identity. His identity, his identity was a shepherd. His influence was over sheep. And he's like, I don't want you to lead sheep anymore. I want you to lead people. And what did Moses say? He had all the excuses, right? The enemy lied to him and has told him he's a failure. He's a liar. He can't, or not a liar. He, he don't speak very well. Um, he stutters over his mouth. He's like, God, I stink at this, right? And God said, I love it. The most sarcastic remark, I think, in the whole Bible. Like God was like, Moses, who gave you your mouth? Yeah, you, you did. And if I gave you your mouth, then I'm going to give you the words to speak. And I'm telling you, those that are listening, if you will just take what's in your hand, what's in your hand. For me, you know, to symbolize it, right? A, a deck of cards, magic tricks, right? And um, the, if the Bible was in this hand, just the, to want to use these two things that um, saying, God, 
you gave me this gift to entertain people. And then you gave me a love for just preaching the word of God. God, take these two things and use them. What is it in your life? What's in your hand that God wants to use? Mm, that's so good. That's so good. And it's so true. He does want to turn your mess into a message. And, and, you know, our stories matter because, you know, my story is different than Tom's story, but we have stories of redemption and God wants to do that in your life. And uh, you, whatever you're going through, you are not too far from the hand of God. He wants right. to redeem you and love on you and restore you. Woo. Glory. We're having some church hey, up here today. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I, if I was in a Pentecostal church, I'd grab a hanky and shake it right now and you're preaching there. That's so good. I should shake it, Tom. <laughs> Listen, you guys, I absolutely love what God is doing through this ministry. And I encourage you to make sure that you follow, uh, pray about bringing them in. They are, his schedule is intense, but he will make room for you guys because his heart is in this and, and this is what God has called him to do. So I definitely want you to reach out. So Tom, if you can leave the audience with the key, which you just gave us a whole key chain of nuggets there with all yeah, of that yeah. but what would it, the key be the key would just be to love 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 others i'm telling you the world more than ever before is looking for answers they're looking for hope they're seeking it in so many different directions and so the, the church as a whole needs to stand up and set the tone for making kindness the norm and being kind. That, being kind, right? The whole golden rule and all of those things. We know where the, all those principles stem from in the word of God and how much kindness goes a long way in wanting people to know Jesus Christ. So listen, Christians, believers, we need to be the example. And... Um, we need to set it stronger than ever before. Um, and so I just want to remind believers that people are watching us, whether you know it or not. You're at the grocery store, you're pumping gas. I'm telling you, a kind word, a kind gesture goes a long way in changing someone's outlook on life, changing the way that they see God and the way that maybe they've been hurt by other believers. Be the light that Jesus wants you to be. Amen. That's so good. That's so good. Because even a smile to a stranger can just, you know, transform their day. And um, I, I had I noticed you had ran into Paula Abdul in uh, Vegas. <laughs> and uh, so I got a kick out of that. First of all, y'all was styling. OK, the clothes were styling. They were on point. Um, but you that whole kindness thing, that message of kindness and the golden rule, if we could just love people well. Mm -hmm. It'll go a long, long way. Yeah, I did the, uh, um, I said Red Letter Awards. That's Carla's event that popped in here earlier. Um, I, I did the Cheer Choice Awards. And so I was presenting an award. The Cheer Choice Awards were at the MGM Grand in Las Vegas. And Cheer Choice Awards are basically social media creators. I'm telling you, under one roof, we had some of the biggest social media positive creators all in one room. I mean, I people that had millions and millions, 10 million followers and stuff following what they do and the content that they put out, but they just all use their gifts and talents. And so Paula um, is connected to something called the Unity Project. And so Paula was there to present an award. And um, so anyway, um, I got a chance to backstage. It was cool because she came over to me and said, Tom, um, I just want to say everything that you just said out there. Mm -hmm. um, and I only had a few minutes up on stage. Um, 
She just said everything that you said out there is just so, so needed. And we were talking about just changing the atmosphere of our world to a much more mm -hmm. positive one. You know, she's been bombarded around um, some negativity, you know, um, of others maybe that she's worked with that are known to be very negative on their TV show. Right. Um, and so she just said that that's not the thing that that's got to change. We're going to change the atmosphere to make our world a much more positive place. Um, and so anyway, she was she's an absolute sweetheart. It's amazing how many people are hopping on this positivity train. But we ultimately know, right, my, my nonprofit's called One Goal Productions. We have one goal, and that's to share a message of hope. Now, that message of hope, I don't. the message doesn't change. It's just our tactic and the way that we deliver it changes. And so right. when we're speaking in schools, we're speaking about hope. We just can't say the name of Jesus, but it's amazing how many people are realizing where that hope comes from. And ultimately, that's why we reach out to churches. So churches don't go, hey, his schedule looks full. Get a hold of me. I, I'm telling you, I will take it as full as possible. I'm home in in Pensacola, Florida right now. I get to enjoy the sunshine for a little bit today um, because we were just on the road for seven straight weeks. But I'm telling you, I love this, but I love being on the road more. And so we want to come to your church and make something happen. I love it. I love it. You guys heard it right here on Keys to Your Best Life. And I, I'm going to listen whenever it's anti-bullying month, Tom, I'd like to have you back on the broadcast. I want to do a panel with you and a couple of my other friends that are really involved in this uh, when it comes to suicide and bullying and things like that, because I think that we do better together. Absolutely. and getting the message of hope into the hands of the people that need to hear it. So listen, you guys, I want you to go check out everything that he's doing. God is good. We are so incredibly thankful. Oh, I know you're so busy. Uh, I just want to point this out. It says, I recently read, don't rob man of hope by their actions. Instead, instill hope. Go yeah. God. Yeah. Amen, Michelle. Amen. So for yeah. those of you watching this on social media, please share this out to your platform. If you're watching this on Creative Motion Network, share it with your friends and invite them. It is on Roku, uh, as well as YouTube, like, subscribe, all of that stuff. And Tom's got a great YouTube channel with all kinds of good entertaining stuff. And so he will be happy to talk to your groups. Just reach out to One Goal Production. What a great name. One great not one not, not .com. I don't know where .com is. No, no, .org. .org. Yeah. <laughs> org. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. OneGoalProduction.org. And yes. I love that. I think if, yeah. And the other thing, <laughs> the other thing I do want to point out is, is that do not be afraid to use the gifts that God has placed in you to share the message of hope because yeah. we are relational and we have to build that relationship. He comes in with entertainment. Okay. And that captures them and builds that trust factor, you know, that no like and trust factor. And then it gives him the availability to sow those seeds and sprinkle it, you know, with water. And then comes the gospel and the truth and they can receive it. He is preparing the soil to be prepared. And that's, that's just powerful. That's strategic. That's God. Tom, thank you for all you do. Thank you so much, Maggie. Thank you, everybody, for watching. God bless you guys. We'll see you guys here next time on Keys to Your Best Life. And uh, give your beautiful wife a hug for me. I okay? sure will. Y'all go check them out on social media and all the platforms. God bless.